Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Marketing a new game or console can't be easy. What seems like an excellent idea at the time might not necessarily be an excellent idea when it comes to the execution, which is generally why there's a committee to run things through first. But when the whole team signs off on it and it goes to print for the world to see, you've got to wonder what they were all huffing that day. Posters that were hopefully accidentally racist or gaming smack talk just being insulting or just anything from the mouth of one particular snake oil salesman. They're all out here in the world to see, and more importantly, to never forget. I'm Jess from War Culture, and here are 10 video game blunders we'll never forget. Number 10. The Dead Don't Advertise Hey, remember Acclaim? The once proud company that spawned from ex-Activision staff that had a slew of hits back in the day, including ports of Mortal Kombat, several WWE games, as well as licenses for many popular franchises. Whatever happened to them? Oh yeah, they released shockers like BMX XXX and subsequently got sued by Dave Mira and tried to get parents to name their newborn kids Turok, but that's not the worst of it. No, trying to market Shadow Man's second coming by advertising on actual headstones of actually dead people has to be the worst one. That is literally exploiting the dearly departed for profit, as well as offending the families of those in the process. For one, it was just offensively gross, and secondly, can you imagine going to a gravesite or a chapel and seeing a game being advertised on headstones, not a good look. Thankfully, the whole notion was vetoed before any damage could be done. To headstones, I mean. As for a claim, well, the rest is history, and that's where they're relegated to now. Number nine, too human, too greedy. Let's be honest, too human is not a very good game. Sure, it's definitely got its fans, but I think we can mostly agree it's a bit of a mess. So like any good company, Silicon Knights blamed Epic for the game's poor presentation, as the latter licensed out the Unreal Engine to use in Two Human's development, going one further to sue them. However, it wouldn't be wise to sue the company whose engine you're using to make new games with. That's what Silicon Knights did, and that's why you don't see any Silicon Knights games anymore. So sadly, don't expect a sequel to Eternal Darkness. Even pre-Fortnite, Epic was still a big deal, and as such had the clout to fight back against the Knights. The presiding judge over the case saw to it that Silicon Knights were to destroy all evidence of games bearing the Unreal Engine, pulling all of their games off shelves and financially ruining them in the process. Number 8. A staggering lapse in judgement Look, I really hope I can throw Sony a bone on this one and assume that they weren't trying to be super racist when they went 
for this billboard advertising the white PSP. However, this was Sony off the back of what people already perceived as racially stereotypical adverts for the PSP at launch. You remember with the soot and the squirrels? Yeah, they were bad. So what in any god's name possessed them to go through with this next bit of marketing for the white variant? Who in their right mind in that department thought, let's have a white woman stood above a black woman in a position of dominance and didn't see any negative connotations to that. Whatever Dutch company thought this one up in 2006, I'm assuming has not had a lot of work since. Number seven, murdering nuns, real or not, is bad. The church and gaming has always had a bit of a tumultuous relationship, as has gaming and the depiction of violence against women. So what did IO Interactive think was the best course of action for the Hitman Absolution trailer? Have Agent 47 systematically kill a group of hit women who are wearing religious garb. Well, liberal definition of the word religious, what with the PVC and all, but still the intent was there. Hitman games prior to Absolution were more subtle affairs that focused on stealth mainly. But Absolution decided to go all grindhousey, and this was the result sexy PVC nuns that were taken out with extreme prejudice. As you can imagine, the backlash was insane. Cries of sexism, glorified violence against women, and many more came forward, with Io having to apologize that it wasn't their intention to offend. Well, offend they did, and whilst the subsequent mission was still kept in the game, it was massively toned down. You still took them out, as this is still a Hitman game after all. But that trailer still left an unpleasant taste in many people's mouths. No wonder they decided to reboot the series after that one. Number six, don't believe the Molyneux. There are some developers out there whom we love for the stories they craft and the magic they can weave into their sales pitch of a game. Then there's Peter Molyneux. Whilst to his credit, he has been the driving force behind some very fine games such as Black and White, Theme Park, and of course the Fable series, he shouldn't get in front of them. That is, he should not be the hype man for his own games. Fable was sold as the most interactive game ever, with every consequence growing with the world around you. The scars you bear, the trees you cut down, etc. This turned out to be a slight exaggeration, with only minor cosmetic effects affecting your player. Then there was the Curiosity Cube shenanigans, with the false promise that the eventual winner would receive a portion of the profit from Molyneux's next game, Goddess, that as of five years later, hasn't happened. Yet, weirdly, Molyneux never seems to see any wrongdoing in his fibs. He He's never openly admitted to his lies, but seems to forget that there is evidence contradicting a lot of his outrageous claim. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates 
fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, Splinter Cell nearly convicted. Considering the Splinter Cell series had up to that point been largely about stealth, you wouldn't expect a big deal to be made of its marketing. Certainly not stuntman waving a gun in public levels of marketing ploy anyway, but that's what we've got here. And whilst I bet most of you assumed this was in America, a PR event in Auckland, New Zealand was host to this one. Quite what the intention was is beyond anybody's guess, but to the punters outside a bar, a bandaged madman waving a gun about ended in armed police swooping onto the scene. Thankfully, no one was shot, but it was tense as police couldn't ascertain whether the gun was real or not until it was seized. This essentially meant a stuntman brandishing a fake gun whilst being aimed at with very real guns all in the name of promoting a video game. Also, none of this really made any sense as the series was known for its stealth, not public gun brandishing. Number four, more than 99 red balloons floating in the bay. Nothing says buy our game like causing environmental damage. Wait. No, I've got that wrong. That's the opposite. That doesn't help at all. To be fair to THQ, I'm sure the attention was good-natured. Marketing is all about getting the attention of the buyer, and in some cases, the bigger the better. But why balloons? They're all fun and games until they deflate and clog up streets, parks, and in this instance, the San Francisco Bay. Thankfully, the offending balloons in this case were biodegradable and were all cleaned up, but San Franciscans were still less than happy. American retailer GameStop, whose name adorned the balloon, Loons placed the blame firmly on THQ, denying all notion, despite the contrary, all ire was to be directed at the publisher for the stunt. Which, when you think about it, was a bit shitty of them to not take their share. It wasn't all bad news, as Homefront pre-orders stacked up surprisingly good numbers for THQ. But whilst biodegradable, it wasn't an instantaneous cleanup, with some lasting up to six months in the water and surrounding areas. At least Deep Silver didn't try it for revolution. They just made a terrible game instead. Number three, the Gizmondo car crash, complete with real car crash. Back when launch parties were a big thing, the Gizmondo had celebrity endorsement, i.e. paid appearances, from the likes of Pharrell Williams, Buster Rhymes, and um, Jody Kidd. Gizmondo executive Stefan Erickson took part in the 24 hours of Le Mans to advertise it. It was all going so well for the upcoming handheld. It even played all right, though it wasn't a patch on anything Nintendo had to offer. As an alternative dinky handheld, though, it looked pretty promising. But the lack of games, delays in overseas launch, and the lack of return on the millions spent on advertising had other ideas. It shifted less than 25,000 units. Ever. That's not the end of this one, however. After amassing 300 million bucks in debt, it was discovered that several of Gizmondo's staff had connections to the Swedish Mafia. 
not the Swedish house mafia. Ericsson was then caught and arrested after crashing an extremely rare Ferrari, blaming it on an imaginary German he was supposedly racing. From proverbial to literal car crash. Number two, Assassin's Creed shows its true face. When the series first arrived, Assassin's Creed was a breath of fresh air from Ubisoft. Then came a few sequels and it started to get kinda stale. Then they brought out Black Flag and we loved Assassin's Creed again. So when Unity was announced as the then first proper next-gen title, stakes weren't exactly high, but Ubisoft had some positive momentum going for the series. Seriously, how could they balls it up after how revitalizing Black Flag was? All it had to do was stick the landing. They had the incredible new city of Paris to explore, you could actually co-op assassinate with your mates. Easy, no? You don't need me to recap the mess that was AC Unity, but the abridged version is, what a mess, it's so buggy, where are the faces? And fans weren't happy. It smacked of rush development, despite you be saying otherwise, generic sequel and a massive misstep after how good Black Flag was. So much so that Ubisoft opted to take a year off before coming out with Origins, and there was a lot riding on that one. Number one, John Romero's bitching. Smack talking in video games is nothing new. It's not an inherently good practice, mind, as negatively insulting someone isn't particularly healthy. However, when it's confined to a game, fair enough. When a developer goes out of their way to smack talk, say, its fan base or a rival company, that's when things get a little weird. But when a director, high from the fumes of his own smugness, takes out an A4-sized advertisement insulting the very fan base likely to play his game, yeah, that's a bit much. Such was the god complex of John Romero and his preceding reputation that this seemed like a good idea. Although now he blames it on another's influence, boasting that, quote, he was about to make you his bitch was just plain rude. Whilst it also didn't help that for all the pomp and bluster, Daikatana was a massive pile of gash, the offending advert did it no favors whatsoever. What even was the intention? Is the game gonna be difficult? Is Romero the final boss? Whatever the reason, it was the rancid icing atop the awful cake that was what we now know as the Daikatana debacle. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.